Welcome to the Smoke Learning Channel. In today's video, I'm going to show you how to take a static frame and turn it into a rolling background. To achieve this, we are going to use a Photoshop file, the Action Compositor and a few texturing techniques. All the files used in this video can be downloaded by clicking the link via the YouTube description or by typing the link displayed at the bottom of the screen. We'll start off in a new HD project and we'll create a new sequence. Firstly, you need to decide the length of the animation. Set the duration to 3 seconds. The resolution settings can be whatever you need for your program. Give your sequence a name and create the sequence. Looking at the sequence in the timeline view, a virtual gap clip has been created. You can now work inside the 3 second gap clip, but you can also lengthen or shorten it afterwards using the trimming tools. This is simply to get you started. Now let's go into Connect Effects. Select the clip and click on the Effects button. Click Connect Effects. All you're going to need to make this rolling background is the Action node. Hover over the node bin and press A for Action. Drag the node out and drop it into the connection after the gap clip. Double-click the node to bring up the Action Controls and the Action Result in the right viewer. Hover over the ConnectFX schematic and press Escape to go into the Action Schematic view. Now you can bring your Photoshop file in with the static layers. Switch to the Action Bin menu and double-click on the Import node to enter into the file browser. Change the file format to Photoshop and navigate to the location of the file. Select the file and import it into Action. Very briefly, you import the Photoshop file directly into Action because Action recognizes the layers and their positions. If you import it via the Media Hub, you could bring in the layers, but all the composition information would be lost. So this is a better way to handle Photoshop files for compositing. Let's start off with the backmost layer. If you double-click on its axis, you can see that the layer is the size of the HD frame. Moving it around, you can obviously make out the edge. So moving it in 3D space won't work this time to create a rolling effect. However, a great technique you can use is texturing. The way to think of it is to imagine that this surface is a flat rectangular plane existing in 3D space and you can wrap whatever you want around it. This is the same as working with a 3D application and you wrap a texture around a 3D model. You can do different things with textures and making infinite rolling backgrounds is one of them. Switch to the Action Bin menu and select the media for the backmost layer in Entry 1. In the Action node bin, press D to bring up the Diffuse Map object. This object is an actual texture that you can apply around a surface or 3D model. Double-clicking on the Diffuse Map node will add the texture to the selected surface. So right now in the Action Schematic, it looks like I have textured the surface with the same image and nothing is different in the result view. However, if you double-click on the Diffuse Map node, you have access to the Diffuse Controls. 
Here you can adjust the intensity of the texture as well as blur it. Ensure you enable Regen to get instant feedback as you adjust the texture. Switching to the Texture menu, you can choose how the texture is wrapped around the surface. This includes what to do when you have run out of texture. This is typically known as Repeat. So I will set this to mirror the texture. Now going back to the Action Schematic, the Axis node above the Diffuse map controls the positioning of the texture wrapped around the surface. If I double-click the Axis node and start adjusting the Transform controls, you can see how I can roll the texture infinitely and never run out. This can be really handy. So let's pull this all together. I'll ensure Auto Key is turned on and go to Frame 1. In the Y position slider, you can set a value of 0 and this sets a keyframe. Scrub to the end of the time bar and set the Y position to a value of minus 100. This has now created a vertical animation and you can verify it when you scrub the time bar. Now if I want to make this animation move in a constant linear movement, I need to see what the animation curve is doing. A great tip is if you hold down SHIFT and double-click on the Y position slider, you will get an enlarged view of the animation curve you selected. So you can work with the enlarged animation view, but if you press OPTION 2, smoke goes back to the regular dual-screen split with all the animation controls at the bottom. Change the curve interpolation from Bezier to Linear. This means the movement is always happening at the same speed. Click the Animation button to go back to the main controls. Now I want to do a similar effect to the foreground layer, but I want the move to be slightly faster. Since the work is already done on the back layer, we'll just reuse those settings. Hold Command and drag a box around the Axis node and the Diffuse map. With the nodes selected, press Command D to duplicate them. Hold OPTION and drag the duplicated nodes under the foreground surface. Now connect the surface of the foreground image to the axis of the Diffuse node. The foreground layer is now textured with the background image and has all its animations. So to put the foreground image into the Diffuse map, select the Diffuse map in the schematic. Switch to the Media menu and select the Media 3 for the foreground layer's media. With both items selected, you click the Apply button and this swaps out the media for the replacement. So now we have both textures correctly placed but moving at the same speed. I would like the foreground texture to move slightly faster than the background to give it a better sense of depth. Double-click the Axis node of the Diffuse texture. Scrubbing to the end of the composite, you will see that the Y position slider has a yellow highlight telling you that you are on a keyframe. So change this value to minus 200 and the foreground texture will now move twice as fast as the background. There are lots of other things you can do to continue improving on the composite. For example, you can increase the intensity of the texture to push the highlights. So there are loads of things to play with, but I'll leave you to experiment. Thank you for watching and please subscribe to the Smoke Learning channel for future videos.